Hey all you Warhammer players and all you non-Warhammer players, happy to report that the data slate is here and there has been some really strong quality of life adjustments to the data slate, uh, just reading it in general. Um, not to mention we've got a whole host of point changes and of course we actually have some rules like updates, which is really cool too. So today we're just gonna kind of go through all of them piece by piece, shouldn't take too long, uh, but let's see here. So if we jump into the core rules, we're actually gonna notice there has been no major changes. So all the core rules are what they are. Uh, now, as we jump into our faction rules, the sisters, so the triumph of St. Catherine, relics of the matriarchs and the simulacrum of the Ebon Chalice has been changed. Uh, the change has been set that while a friendly Adeptus Sororitas unit is within six of this model, that unit can perform up to two acts of faith per phase instead of one, which I think is a buff. Uh, so good for the sisters. So the next up we have Adeptus Custodes. Uh, and the big change here is that the Aegis of the Emperor detachment rule now includes the, uh, it's the four up feel no pain against mortal wounds and devastating wounds now, which is really important for this army. And I think it actually makes Custodes, uh, oof, probably brings them solidly back into probably top five to 10 armies uh, in the meta because that's where they were beforehand. Now, I'm not gonna say that they're gonna be top two because the custodian guard has not been changed back to units of 10 or anything. So this just puts them in a position to play a multitude of units and then to have that uh, anti-dev wound of uh, for, feel, uh, for no pain, feel no pain for up, holy moly. Let's talk about Eldari next. And Eldari finally got the nerf that they needed to be at a reasonable place. So the first thing is the Strands of Fate army rule, which before they were rolling, I think like 14 dice or something like that, maybe 12, something like that, um, at the beginning of the game. And then of course they get to keep those dice or lose one and re-roll um, and then use those dice throughout the game. Um, now it's down to six, which is a significant nerf. Um, you're not guaranteed a six, when you roll that few dice or multiple sixes for that matter. So that's a really big change um, and an appropriate nerf for how strong they've been so far. Uh, the next up is the Fate's Messenger Enhancement. Uh, they make it so that the bearer can treat the results of an unmodified roll of uh, to a six instead. Uh, before, I believe they were doing it for the unit. And this makes it so hits and wounds only for the bearer's weapons will actually come through um, or actually make use of the enhancement of face messenger. Uh, the next up is Phantasm. And Phantasm has been the bane of my existence for the better part of 10th edition. Uh, and it now is what it should be because it fits what the other armies do, which is most of the time when other armies have the ability to move, they, get, they have to roll a dice and move based on that dice. Before, Phantasm was if the army or if the unit can move up to six inches, it moves, It just moves six inches. Now, it's a D6. So I think that's a very important change, and it makes Phantasm not an every-turn automatic spend-it type of deal. Uh, next up, we have Eldrad. Eldrad was in everybody's list at the beginning of 10th edition because everybody wanted more Fate Dice. The Fate Dice were changed a bit to be once per turn or once per phase. Um, 
and people stopped taking Eldrad because nobody could actually get through all of their strands of fate dice. People were normally left with quite a few at the end of the game. Um, but now he gives them nine d6 to roll rather than six, making it actually like a really good take because you have more opportunities to have better rolls. So I think that's uh, that makes Eldrad one of the more important models to bring to the table. Um, the Night Spinner was adjusted to not make it... So everything is the same, um, except you can charge. Before, anybody hit with that stuff was unable to charge, which is insane. Um, so, big, good change of the Night Spinner. Uh, and then the Yincarn received a one, like huge nerf to the Yincarn, which the Yincarn can only use its the ability to move to a model that died or a unit that died once in each of your turns so no longer every time that reduces the amount you have of thinking you have to do around the incarn as the opposing player um making it not an auto take anymore so that's actually really good and then wraith guard received the nerf that needed to happen um which their ability allowed them just to fire at anyone if they got shot during the shooting phase which doesn't make a lick of sense um, every other, every other person with a shoot back rule actually has to shoot back at their opponent. Um, so now it very clearly when doing so, it must target only that enemy unit and can only do so if that enemy unit is an eligible target. So it's not like they can shoot someone 36 inches away. They have their 18 inch range and that's all they could work with. And that coupled with the fact that they no longer can just fan, uh, phantasm all around the board. Um, they are now a very reasonable and tolerable tolerable unit to deal with and plan around fighting. Astra Militarum uh, is next, and they received probably one of the best buffs, in my opinion, across the board, which makes it so that when an officer model comes out of a transport, they can issue orders at that time, which before they were unable to do it. Um, so you would go be in the command phase, and then you'd have your officer units in like a chimera, and then they could not actually do anything that turn. They'd have to get out and then like go around doing a normal shooting round, but be missing those very important buffs that make Astra Militarum Astra Militarum. Uh, so that is a huge change and will make the uh, strategies around playing with transports and uh, like infantry a much more effective play uh, over just like a bunch of tanks shooting. Uh, so that's really exciting to see that. Blood Angels are next. <clears throat> Blood Angels received a significant buff. So now they get to add two to the strength and one to the attack characteristic for their army rule, which is so good. So it's only, of course, on a charge, um, but that puts anything with power fists into, like, I could just destroy vehicles range. Um, so huge, huge change. Really good for the Blood Angels detachment. I can see them shooting up several percent if like 10 15 percent on the wind charts just from this alone so chaos demons uh in order to create a uh, soup so if you're bringing in chaos demons uh you have to have non-battle line it's battle line units equal to the number of battle line units that you bring in um with the same keyword so you you actually have to theme your soup which is probably a smart way to do it or at least thematic way to do it um, so I really like this change to the Demonic Pact. Uh, and now let's jump into CSM, Marks of Chaos Detachment Rule. So they're basic detachment. Uh, a unit can only embark 
or start the battle embarked within a transport if both of those units share one of the same keywords from the list above. So if we're talking about, you know, the Nurgle, Corn, et cetera, et cetera, uh, they have to make sure that those are aligned in order to work together. So that's good. Um, dark Obscuration is up to 18 inches from 12, which is really good because now you don't have to put yourself into the immediate danger zone. Only a few units are going to have to in order to take shots or at least in order to guarantee a few shots. So people will still be able um, to hide stuff way in the back because ranges can be kind of crazy, uh, but they at least can't be super close like within like like the 12 inch bubble up to 18 is significant there so i really like that change um they should do the same thing to necrons but uh, that's not a here nor there um and then we have the profane zeal stratagem which is only for those that are undivided uh which is a very important thing because before the ninth edition like the 10th edition chaos space marines read like a ninth edition index or codex where they just had all of the options at all times um, and this is a good change to make it so only undivided can take use of profane zeal, which is reroll hits and wounds, um, which is very good. Um, and then the accursed cultist. So the objective control characteristic of the big ones has been changed to one. That actually makes it so you could fight over something that accursed cultists are standing on. Um, otherwise, the uh, accursed horde ability to only bring back stuff during your command phase remains the same. <laughs> the boat biologist putrefiers um the explosive malady ability has been updated so that they can be targeted with a grenade stratagem for zero cp um which i think they had a slightly different ability which made it a little weirder um this just clarifies it so it's the basic grenade strat which is a good good thing uh death watch is on here but they did actually didn't actually get anything new everything is the same um, Drukhari as a detachment has been changed <laughs> pretty considerably. Um, so, uh, the power from pain army rule is updated to a degree here. So they change the effect on units empowered in the shooting or fight phase two. Each time a model in that unit makes an attack, you can reroll the hit roll. And if it's a melee attack improve, improve the AP by one, which is something that I think the faction has been really desperate for. Uh, considering their melee prowess in the previous edition. Uh, and then the Archon can be included with Incubi now, which cool. Um, GSC is unchanged. Grey Knights went through actually a significant update here. Number one, the Nemesis Dread Knight and the Grandmaster Nemesis Dread Knights. Their heavy side cannons have an AP2 ignores cover now, which makes them extremely relevant um, as far as their ability to destroy vehicles are concerned. Um, is it a good chance? No, but that AP2 makes it so that those few that do get through might actually fail. So that's awesome. Um, also, the NDKs, or the, sorry, the GMDK, um, his great hammer has gone from four to three ups, four ups, uh, four ups to three ups, which is so important. <laughs> um, and then, of course, the Nemesis great sword is at a two up now instead of a three up. So uh, the Nemesis Dread Knight is much more effective of a unit. Unfortunately, he's still T8 with a 4-up involved, uh, 13 wounds, but that's neither here nor there. He is more effective at killing things, which is very, very important. Um, Imperial Knights have been changed a little, where the Oath ability is each time this model is selected to shoot or to fight, you can reroll one hit roll and you can reroll one wound roll. Um, 
I think before it was set so that they could just re-roll a hit or a wound. So they could do one of each now, making them a little bit more effective, especially in a very limited activation army. Leagues of Votan are unchanged. Space Marines are unchanged, but uh, the Space Wolves have received an update that at the end of every turn, they get the opportunity to complete one of their sagas. So I think that's actually a positive change for the detachment. Does it make the detachment any good? I don't know. I don't play Space Wolves enough. But like a lot of the requirements for getting there is like, hey, you have a unit that was dropped to below half, but didn't die. Um, so there's a lot of things that, you know, could or could not happen. You just have to tailor a list that suits uh, achieving these goals. Uh, World Eaters got punched in the mouth. Uh, just taking a look here. Uh, the Berserker Glaive. So add one to the attacks and damage characteristic of melee weapons equipped by the bearer. That used to be a D3. Uh, roll a D3 and it's either one or the D3. And that, that was very good. And now it's not very good. So uh, rest in peace to that enhancement. It was it was amazing. And now it's eh, eh, now it's it. Um, favorite of the corn enhancement, world eater model only once per battle when you make a blessings of corn roll before doing anything else, the bearer can use this enhancement. If it does, discard and re-roll. Okay, so yeah, uh, before, as long as you had your dude up, you could just re-roll and hope for your triple sixes to bring your boy back. Um, so great change, I think. Um, it was just a little too easy to get stuff back. Uh, and then Infernal Fortitude. So while friendly world leaders infantry is within six inches of a demon prince. And uh, they have a five up invuln. If they already have an invuln, it goes. They get a four up instead, which is so good. Um, that's gonna make that's gonna make demon princes an extremely like extremely valuable unit now. So that's cool. Good for them. Um, but like rip the berserker wave enhancement. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and jump into points now. And points, I'm gonna go. So again, they did a great job of going through and noting which changes happened. So red means that the cost has gone up. Green means that the cost has gone down, which is great. Um, so let's take a look here. Uh, Adeptus Sororitas is first. Uh, Arcoflagellants went up. Exorcist went up. Morvan Vol went up. All makes sense because they were like kind of abused to a degree. Whereas the Dominion Squad went down, Paragon Warsuits went down, Zephyrim went down, Retributor Squad, and Repentia went down. That's really good. Uh, with Repentia going down, you can uh, like I expect to see a lot more Repentia and Warsuits now being much more uh, manageable. They're still good. Like you're still fairly strong units. They were just a bit overcosted. So really, really cool to see that change. Um, Custodes. The only thing that happened is. They had point decreases. So custodi Alorus Custodians, Custodian Guard, Custodian Wardens, and Virtus Protectors all went down in points. So that's a big positive change for Custodies. Um, oh, and the Shield Captain on Dawn Eagle Jet Bike, which the jet bikes kind of suck now. Um, so I'm not sure how how much, how like viable that's going to be. Um, Adeptus Mechanicus, having just come out, their points are unchanged. Um, and then we have our Eldari and Night Spinners went up points because they needed to, and so did Wraith Guard. Both of them uh, were sorely needed uh, 
so that not every list can just bring three night spinners and be cool. Um, and Wraith Guard are just strong. Uh, all that said, no prices changed, which for great for Eldari, um, considering they've been kind of nerfed into the ground. Um, and then let's see here, Agents of the Pyrium. No one cares about that. Not changed anyway. Um, as we get into the Astra Militarum, Manticores went up. Cool. Fine with me. Otherwise, everything stayed the same. So I, again, I do believe Astra Militarum is going to rise. Uh, Black Templars, Grimaldus went up and Helbrecht went up, as well as the Crusader Squad. This is all extremely necessary to do. There has been an overabundance of all of these units in every Black Templar list. So happy to see the changes there. Blood Angels are unchanged because they were already on the rise of popularity, because they got buffed, you can expect Blood Angels to be like pretty good. Is my that's my call. Is the Blood Angels gonna is gonna rise a lot? Um Chaos Demons is a Christmas tree. Um they woof, man, they went through a lot of changes. They lot the they've been trimmed of a lot of points. Um you can they it looks like they really want you to bring different stuff. Um and not just an abundance of Nurklings and Blue Scribes, because those are the those are what are went one up in points, uh, whereas almost everything else went down. Uh, very few models did not go down in points, so really cool um, for them. The ones that didn't go down, of course, are going to be the big ones. So your Lord of Change, your um, Bloodthirsters, all of the really the really big models are pretty much still costed the same. Uh, Chaos Knights, all their costs went down, except for the Brigand, which went up, and that's fair because their weapons are very good. Um, Huntsmen, Carnivores, and Stalkers all stayed the same. Rampagers stayed the same. But like Abominants, Desecrators, and Despoilers, they all went down, making... You can now bring a list of all big Chaos Knights. Not that you ever would, but like, you can. You can have multiple, and it looks pretty interesting what you can do. Uh, you can bring three Abominants and a Rampager. Not that you would, but, like, how fun is that? Um, then we're going to get into CSM. CSM, everything went up. Uh, well, all the changes that they had uh, went up. So a Cursed Cultist, increase. Chaos Lord, increase. Chosen, increase. Dark Commune, increase. Forge Fiend, increase. Obliterators and Warp Talons all went up in points. Deservedly so. They're all very good. Um, really excited that Forge Fiend got a 20-point increase. That was important. Corn uh, Lord of Score Lord of Skulls, however, went down. So good for that unit. Um, I think the Corn Lord of Lord of Skulls model is actually kind of underrated. It has a ton of wounds. It's very tough. It hits hard and it shoots hard. Like it's just something that you could put in the middle of the table that is so annoying to deal with. And if you don't have the weapons for it, good luck. Um, Dark Angels, all of their like, well, we got a lot of points that went down. So the Deathwing Command Squad is down to four hundred points. Wow. Um, because, like, a regular Terminator brick is, what, like, 380? And Deathwing Command Squads are so good. All right, good for them. Uh, Deathwing Terminator Squads are 380. Uh, so they went down. Lionel Johnson, he went down as as uh, the Primarchs do because they just haven't been very popular recently. Uh, the Ravenwing Black Knights went down. Ravenwing Command Squad went down. Ravenwing Dark Shroud went down. Ravenwing Land Speeder Vengeance went down. All good changes. Um, the Dark Angels had a fairly um mute release as far as like what everyone's seeing so uh less less points is more definitely for the dark angels right now death guard death guard let's see here uh their terminators went down 
their fetid blow drone went down, their Lord of uh, Virulence went down, and Typhus went down. All good changes. Um, Plague Burst Crawlers and Marines went up. Uh, It was too easy to bring too much crap on the board, and now they're going to make you make some choices. So that's a a positive change. Death Watcher unchanged. Uh, Death Watcher doing fine, so that's good to hear. Uh, Drukari, let's see, Drazar went down to 75 points. Okay. Uh, Grotesques, Hellions, Incubi, Raiders, Reavers, Succubus, Talos, and Venoms all went down, um, which makes for a very scary potential new Drukari. Um, Void Raven Bombers went up because Skari was running around just ripping people up with that flying list. Um, so I think Drukari is going to improve uh, fairly dramatically uh, in the next several months here. GSC, uh, no changes except for pure strain gene stealers. No, they went actually down in points. So uh, maybe you were going to see more GSC. I doubt it. There's just so few players of that faction if it's not like an immediate dumpster stomp army. Uh, and then Grey Knights, no changes except for the Brotherhood Librarian, which went up 10 points. Um, deservedly so. He was easily the best model uh, for the army. But with the change to, like, I'm disappointed that the the NDK and the GMDK are both still costed the way they are. Like, they should be like 160. Like, I feel like an NDK should be 165 and the GMDK should be 185. Um because 185 and 200 just seems like way too many points for both of those units. Uh, when you're T8, like it, life just isn't very easy for you as a vehicle. Like you're a hard to hide, you're a high, hard to hide oval base, and if you get like shot at, you're allergic to bullets because it's just easy to take get taken down. Um, with Grey Knights not having some kind of feel no pain, like even a five up feel no pain against like Dev and uh, Mortal Wounds anymore. And the ability to only bring like seven to 10 things, it just means you have to play in a very specific way. Like you're, there's just no fun to be had as far as like running big chunks of stuff. So um, yeah, Grey Knights are, you know, it'll be fun to try the the NDKs, but I just don't think there's, it's, it's going to be as nearly as impactful as they think it was going to be. Uh, Imperial Knights. <laughs> I mean, all their points went down and good for them, but, Imperial Knights as it's just they're just in an unfortunate spot because their supporting units just aren't as good when it comes down to it. So unfortunate. Uh Leagues of Votan, Thunderkin went up, uh Hearthguard went up, and Sagittars went up. All of these things needed to happen. Brokeer Thunderkin are too good, Ainir and Hearthguard are very good, and Sagittars are way too good. Um so increasing those points makes sense. I I think Sagittars should lose a point of toughness, but that's just me. Um, Necrons are unchanged because they're new. Orcs got a lot of decreases. The Battle Wagon is cheaper. Uh, the Boomdaka Snaz Wagon. The Hunter Rig, Killer Rig, Killicons, Killicans, my bad. Uh, Custom Boosta, Blasta, Megatrack, Scrapjet, Marconaut. What a fun thing. What a, just a bun- bunch of fun words to read and pronounce. Uh, Rucka Truck, Squig Buggy. Uh, shock jump dragsta are all so all those units went down in points what went up in points <clears throat> deservedly so knobs you could just bring too many um squig hog boys again you could bring way too many so they went up in points and trucks trucks went up five points from 60 so um it looks like that they just want you to try other stuff they're like please 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 try other things um other than 
a bunch of dudes in trucks. Like, come on. Um, and then Space Marines. Space Marines actually got nerfed a bit here. Um, let's take a look. So aggressor squads are up another 10 points. <laughs> so they're up to 120 and 240 points, which uh, makes for a very painful, uh, very, very painful amount of points. They're still very good, but like, God, that sucks. Um, so they went up in points. The other ones that went up, the Sendevs went up. So Centurion Devastators, which deservedly so. The um, John's List from, uh, uh, I forget where. Anyway, the Vanguard List that John Lennon had is just, was just so good. <laughs> and Sendevs were a big part of that. So them going up in points makes sense. Inceptors going up 15 points. That is a big point increase and it makes sense because they just can do too much um so appropriate change there uh and then redemptor dreadnoughts went up 10 back to 210 from where they were so they were at 210 and then down to 200 and then back up to 210 uh which makes sense they're the best dreadnought by a long shot uh and then the scout squads went up 10 points that makes sense uh because being able to be uppy downied like every turn just too good of an ability um and then whirlwind, and they're also loan ops, obviously. And then whirlwinds went up an absurd number of points. I think they were at like 145, and now they're at 180. So that is either a 35 in a point decrease, or like a, it's either 35 or 15. I forget where they were at before, um, but their guns were too good, and it was just too easy to do bullshit with them. So good change uh, to to increase whirlwinds to the point where they're at. Um, but now we also got some point decreases. Assault intercessors, which Hey, good for Blood Angels. Assault Intercessors are cheap. Like, they went down five points. That's very important. Um, heavy Intercessors went down five points, which makes me very excited because I love Heavy Intercessors. And them being 105 was awkward and lame. Uh, Inferno Squad went down, but, like, who cares? It's just one of the worst, worst things they've ever put in the game um, at this point. Like, I just, I, I hate them. Uh, the Intercessor Squad down to 80 from 85 so that's good um that's really good actually because then you could take a couple and then it'll probably give you room to squeeze something decent in uh outriders went down again i think 10 points which puts them into a very interesting space because now you can bring 230 points worth of stuff that have 32 wounds and that's really good like it makes me want to play Outriders now. Um, I have some, so I'm very excited to potentially put these things on the table and see how they play. Because that is a huge chunk of models. I mean, this all has to do with the Dark Angel update. Um, but that's a lot of wounds for not a lot of points for them. Uh, I'm excited to see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, and then, let's see here. We have Reboot Gilliman. It costs the same as uh, Lionel at 350. Uh, Guard Veterans went down in points, but like, who cares? I mean, they're just worst intercessors. Congratulations. Uh, and that's all the point changes for the Marines. Uh, and then Space Wolves, literally no changes because you dogs don't deserve it. Uh, let's talk about the Tau. Uh, the Commander in Crisis suit, the Commander Enforcer battle suit both went down, but the Crisis battle suits as a unit went up. Riptides went down, I think, a pretty good number. So good for Riptides, but like they're not very good. So that's that. Um, and then Vespid Stingwings, which I've never seen, ever. So I wonder what those do. Thousand Suns literally unchanged. <laughs> uh, I expected them to get a point, like, decrease to some degree. Uh, 
because uh, there's really only one way to play them, but that's super boring. Uh, most of the Thousand Sun stands are like even pretty disenchanted, which sucks for them. Uh, then we have our Tyranids, where Broodlords, Gene Stealers, Norns, both Assimilators and Emissaries, uh, Screamer Killers, Toxicreens, Trigons, and Tyrannofex all went down in points, which is good, uh, because they want people to try different stuff. The stuff that went up, Death Leapers, Gargoyles, thank goodness for Gargoyles, Neurolictors, way too tough of a unit, yes, you should be increasing points, Pyrovores, yes, increase them in points, um, otherwise, unchanged. And then we have our World Eaters, which again received the very short end of the stick this time around. Uh, eight Bound going up in points, Exalted Eight Bound going up in points, Karn the Betrayer going up in points, as well as World Eaters Masters, Master of Executions went up in points, uh, which is a very hard thing for the World Eaters because they were all very dependent on those models. So now they get to bring less if they want to do it, not to mention with the Glaive nerf. Oh goodness, are they in a world of trouble? So sad to say, but that is the truth. Um, and that concludes all of our points. Now I'm going to go ahead and jump into our, where is it? Where is it? Uh, there we go. So let's take a look at our rules adjustments here. Um, we should see some revision. So I'm going to go ahead and start jumping through here and uh, pointing out the really important stuff. So, all that's left is rules commentary. Now, I'm not going to get too deep into this. I do highly recommend that you guys actually just go to the Warhammer community website. Check it out. Um, some interesting things like some stacking debuffs and whatnot are possible. Um, but most of it's been pretty clear. I'm not going to do it right now. I think I'll save that until I really know for myself all of them. Because there's still a lot of stuff to go through for those. Uh, but that being said, thank you all so much for being here. Like, comment, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Um, share it. I think that's the most important thing. Uh, and I'll keep on doing it. Uh, thanks again for everyone. I'm all day 40K, and I will see you guys. Well, I guess you'll hear me next time uh, on the uh, All Day 40K podcast.